0: Good morning, Nachum. Good to Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Re'eh. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Re'eh contains fifty-five mitzvos. There are seventeen positive mitzvos and thirty-eight restrictions found in this parsha. What an exciting parsha! You have, interestingly, not only the mitzvah of at the end of the parsha, three times a year, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukos, to be ole l'regel, to come to the base hamigdash. But in the early part of the parsha, the Torah says Shikhno sidrashu uvas The Leshichno sidrashu means you should pine, you should desire strongly to go there, to be there. And especially now that we are in the seven weeks, Sheva Dinechemta, which followed Tisha B'Av, till Rosh Hashanah. This is the third Haftorah, this Shabbos out of the seven. When we finish every Shmona Esrei, during the week and on Shabbos, with that supplication. Say it slowly, say it with kavanah, because it is happening, and we want it to happen, and you have to demonstrate that this is your strong desire. I'd like to focus this morning on the mitzvah of tzedakah, what we call charity, as found in the end, towards the end of the parsha, And of the 55, you have both, at least one positive and one negative, as we'll see in a moment. But the mitzvah of tzedakah is found earlier in the Torah, in parshas mishpatim im kesef es ami and the first thing that I think we must understand is the word I used which is charity is certainly not a good definition of tzedakah if you look in the dictionary he'll tell you that charity is goodwill toward or love of humanity, an act or feeling of generosity. Now what does that mean? I'm in a good mood. I'm in a generous mood. I feel like giving. That is not what tzedakah is. Tzedakah is a mitzvah. The word mitzvah means tzav, a command. A Jew must give charity. The same way that Shabbos is non-negotiable it begins sundown on Friday and it ends when the stars come out on Saturday night and this is quote non-negotiable. Keeping kosher is non-negotiable. A Jew must give charity. How much? That's a different story. Ideally. 10 percent of their income if a person is blessed with more up until 20 percent but staka is not voluntary interestingly the gemara in baba basra 8a teaches that mimashkinen alhat staka literally when there was jewish autonomy the stuck a committee when they levy a tax on the community for whatever situation has arisen and they come to a particular person and they say Mr. So-and-so based upon your income and lifestyle you should contribute x amount to this charity to this cause and he says thanks but no thanks I'd like to sit this one out. They have the right, literally, Mimashkinen, they can override his decline, and they can take from his bank account, literally, for the purpose of charity. That's a very interesting idea. A Jew is obligated to give charity. Now, There is a very significant purpose to this mitzvah. The Chinuch in mitzvah Samach Vav 66, where he talks about the Jew having to lend to another Jew without interest. He writes that Hashem wants through His Torah to educate and accustom His people with a quality of loving-kindness and compassion. Why? As a result of our being good to the next one, Hashem will be able to give us bracha. We don't realize that ultimately, charity is for us. It's in our best interest. Namely, the Gemara Bava Basra, It's worth your while bringing this to the table and seeing that there was a non-Jewish philosopher, Tunis Rufus, who says to Rabbi Akiva, wait a minute, if Hashem loves the poor, why doesn't He take care of them Himself? To which Rabbi Akiva answers, listen so carefully, the reason for the mitzvah of Sadaka is Kadeshah anu Anubahen Medina Shel Gehenom. The reason for this is that we, the haves, we, the ones that are endowed with a little bit more money, it's that we should be saved through the poor from our going to H E L L in other words Hashem gives us the opportunity and indeed the toldos Yaakov Yosef has a very interesting interpretation on the verse the last Pasuk in chapter 62 of Tehillim again Tehillim 62.13 bring it, take a look at this Pasuk Ulecha Hashem chesed. To you, Hashem, is kindness. Why? Ki le'ish You repay a person, each person, in accordance with their deeds. In other words, a person needs assistance from on high. Now, the question is, how is the person going to warrant to get that assistance from on high. So the answer is Hashem sends His way, the opportunity of doing chesed, the opportunity of giving staka, the opportunity of helping somebody else. And once you help somebody else, this is really going to be Boomeranging and helping you, Kiyatou Hashem, to Shalem Leishkim Asseyu. Then Hashem will be able to give you what you need because you were the one who gave the next one. And therefore, not only is there a biblical mitzvah to give, but there's also the manner in which a person gives. And if you look in this week's parsha, in chapter 15, the paragraph, beginning Pasuk 7 through 11, 15, colon, 7 the Torah says that not only are you to give, but watch. Lo don't harden your heart. Lo sikpotz you are not to clench your fist. Me'ochicha from your needy brother. And now, not only that, when you give it, you are not to give with yeira l'vavuchah. You're not to give with a um, negative heart. You're not to give resentfully. You are to cheer the person up. And indeed, we find that the manner of which and how a person gives charity is even more important than if one gives besever ponim ra'os. If you give begrudgingly and you give resentfully, then you lose the mitzvah of tzedakah. That's a very important point. You've got to give it besever ponim ya'fos. You have to give it pleasantly, b'simcha, with joy, uvetuv levav, and with a happy heart. The next time someone knocks on your door, don't you dare say to your child, psst, tell him I'm not home. First of all, you're teaching your child, chas v'shalom, that it's okay to lie. And more important, don't you realize what's happening over here? Instead of this person being someone bothering you, he might very well be your lucky individual, if I can use that term, that Hashem is sending him as a shaliach. If you're going to help him, that's going to be your ticket for your success. So if you can't give him much, have him come in, give him a drink, sympathize with him, empathize with him, tell him you are with him, because this is such an important point. And indeed, what we find in the book of Rus', in chapter 2 Rus comes back to the land of Israel with her mother-in-law and what happens she comes home from a field where she's been collecting the various gleanings in the field that the Jew that the Torah demands that the Jewish farmer in the land of Israel leave over leket sheikh, hapeya, the various gleanings in the field so Naomi says to Rus in chapter 2 verse 19 where did you glean today? where did you go? alright she says to her mother-in-law listen carefully now mo'ish, the name of the man Asher Osisi Imo Ayom, the name of the man that I did for him today is Boaz. Excuse me, who did for who? She goes in with two empty shopping bags. She comes out with two full shopping bags. Who was doing for whom? At first glance, all of us would say that it's Boaz who does for us. Comes along. The book of Rus and teaches that more than what Boaz does for Rus, Rus does for Boaz. How so? She makes him into a giver. She helps change and perfect his personality. He is now not just a taker but literally is concerned and gives the next one. And this is so important, even more important than the monetary, who owns it, but rather, very simply, what it's done to your character. I want to therefore ask you a very simple question. Okay, watch. You have in your pocket a $10 bill and a single dollar bill. That's all you have. A person comes knocking on your door and asks for charity. You give him a single dollar, okay? You wish him well. I'll go to the next one. Everybody gives, please God, he'll get what he needs. What do you have left? So you're gonna tell me, I started with 11, and I have 10 left. So what kind of a question? I have $10 left. And the answer is, you have one. It's the one that you gave that is yours. Anything and everything else, not only is it here today and gone tomorrow, but it is not ultimately yours. I close with a very famous Gemara in Basra 11a, which tells us that Munbaz HaMelech, what did he do? There was a famine in the land, so he opened up his storehouses, his treasury, and he depleted it by giving the poor during the years of famine. And his brothers and the rest of his family said, Oh what'd you do? Our ancestors worked so hard to get all this wealth, and you are simply uh, being based, you're simply quickly squandering it away. So he gave them the following very powerful response. He said, my fathers, my family, they hoarded wealth below. Ani, I, gonazti tilamala My giving charity, I've hoarded above, in shamayim. Secondly, my father's ancestors, they hoarded in a place, shayud sholetezboh. They hoarded it in an insecure place, in a bank, in a vault. I am putting my money in a most secure place, upstairs. Number three, they hoarded their money in a manner, which does not produce fruits. And my giving of charity produces fruits for future generations. My ancestors hoarded, Otsros mumon but stores of money, but I have hoarded stores of souls, those persons whom I've saved by giving charity. My fathers hoarded their wealth for others to use, Vani Gonasti Laatsmi. I have hoarded the reward for myself. There it is, as the Pasuk says, in Dvarim Chavdalid Yud Gimel Ulecha That shall be for you. And finally, my father's hoarded for this world. V'ani the ve'olam haba. Wow! The next time we have the privilege of giving Tzedakah, just think and realize how good and kind Hashem is to us to give us this phenomenal opportunity. Shabbat Shalom to all.